Whether you're starting a new team or your team has been together for a while, performance, execution, hitting goals, those are things you want to do. Then as the days go on, it seems like the daily grind and problem after problem is trying to stop you at every turn. And when you and your team feel off track or out of sync, it takes away from what you should be doing, and that's winning. What you need is the 4E exercise, and we'll get into that right now. You found the Leadership Lifestyle Podcast, where we talk about all things leadership because leadership isn't just what you do, it's who you are. So we help to make you a better leader, help keep your sanity, and make your team better so you make more money. So every week we talk about a different topic that helps you do all those things. So hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Tell all your colleagues and friends, and let's get a discussion going on how we can grow together as better leaders. Welcome back, everybody, from across America and around the world. So good to be with you and talk to you again about yet another way as leaders we can really excel. We can grow our teams. We can get so much better. So here's the problem. Seems like one challenge after another is stopping you from achieving what, what you're trying to do. What job doesn't have that? What happens if you don't figure this out? Who do you blame the team, blame the circumstances? So here's how you can get better by just doing a simple act. And the first thing is really looking at a type of behavior analysis. And I don't think you're going to be some kind of shrink or something and spend a tremendous amount of time doing this. But you do have to understand that everything you and your team is doing, good or bad, positive or negative, however you want to look at it, ultimately comes down to behavior to the people's daily behaviors. And the difference is, it's the leader's job to examine that, not your team at first. You know, nobody on your team is going to step up and say, oh, wow, we need to do this or that. They'll complain sometimes, or, or a lot of people on your team are really good at telling you oh, what you should be doing as the leader. But it's going to be your job to truly take a look at, hey, how is my team doing? Why is it performing the way it's performing? And where can I fill in some gaps? But that seems like a big monumental task, but it really isn't when we break it down into, into four different, what I call E categories, that if you examine these things, it'll make a lot of sense. But with multiple T's on that, but who's got the time? You have your own daily grind as a leader, not just your team's. And the bigger question is, what if as a leader, what if you don't do this? What if you don't make the investment? You just continue to be on that hamster wheel of frustration and you don't really pull the car over. You think about if you ever gone on parents with your trips or gone on trips with your parents and inevitably it's a dad thing. You know, you think about, well, how long did it take to get to wherever and how much gas did you use and all that? And pulling the car over for unnecessary reasons was not part of the deal, right? But if the kids were acting up or acting bad, that's exactly what we did. We pulled the car over and had a conversation. And that's what I'm asking here is, do you ever do that? Do you pull the car over and have those conversations with yourself or with your team? But look at the downside of doing nothing of being on that hamster wheel of frustration. You got productivity losses like crazy because maybe everybody is not working on the right things or you're going back and recorrecting things. Paying your people to guess. This is a huge one. When you don't have clarity, you don't have clear direction, 
when it really, when you really think about it, you're paying your people to guess what is the right thing to do? What should we be working on? If they don't have the information they need to know they're doing the right things or who should be doing them or who they could help, all of that, you're paying them to guess. And what about an unclear team culture? I mean, you can put whatever posters up you want. You can have your rah-rah meetings, all of that stuff. But if there isn't a clear boundary of behaviors, and that could be anything from doing the actual work to how we talk to each other, how do we talk to the customer or the client, all of those things, you start to have this unclear culture of what's happening. That will lead to people working in silos, people saying, you know what, I'll just stay over here in my little part of the world and you guys just do whatever it is you're going to do. And I don't want to be involved in any of that stuff. And then you don't have a team working together. And then lastly, the lack of ownership. Hey, I'm just here to do this one little piece and I'm out because I don't have all the other information, what I need to do. And I'm not going to worry myself with all that. So the downside effects of you doing nothing, obviously, is huge and detrimental. But at the same time, if all you're ever going to do is bring people in a room and, you know, threaten jobs or, or just walk around stammering, we, we never get anything done. People see all of those things. Like, like you've probably been told before, as you get into leadership roles, that you're always in a fishbowl, everybody can see you, you're always on stage, you're always performing, and they see every bit of your, your behavior. But don't look at that as a negative thing. Look at that as now you have your chance to lead people the way you want to, to, to mold them the way you want to. So how do you keep your team on the right track without endless meetings and emails and again, rah-rah speeches that don't work and something that has value for your time? And what I want you to do is what I call a 4E exercise. So before you get all crazy, like, oh, gee, this is really, I'm talking one hour really one hour of your time and you will really discover even if your team's performing at a high level can they be, be even better can they do different things can they achieve different things but you got to get intentional so i'm talking about writing things down so obviously if you're driving you can't or maybe you're out on a run or in the gym but go back when you're done with those things get some paper get on your ipad get on your laptop whatever you use and start really writing these things down or maybe maybe use a voice recorder who knows but you want to write each one of these e categories down but be very honest with yourself really with how you're doing this is about you this isn't helping anybody else this is about you helping your team so if you're not going to be honest about it there's no need to fluff it this is just between you and you before you go out and present it to your team and to you know whoever else wants to hear you but you got to be super intentional with this. So the first E is called expectation. And you think, well, I tell people what to do and they know what their job is. But the question is, do they really know what's expected? Like work and behavior. Like I said before earlier, talking about culture, how do we talk to each other? How do we help each other? How do we help the client? Do we just, hey, that's not my department? Or do we really come together? But do they really know the expectation? And that kind of, that leads to the next question, like, how do they know? I mean, do you honestly really talk about it? Do you reinforce it? Do you bring it up all the time? Or in a podcast I did you know, a long time ago called Setting the Culture Table, let's say you have somebody new to your team 
Have you set the culture table? Have you explained to them how everything is, how everything should be, all of that? You think about onboarding new associates to your team. Do you spend the time really talking with them about those things before you even get into the work? And that's what this really is, is this isn't necessarily about jumping into the work right away, but really talking about what is your expectation for what they're doing? So what does your communication look like? Like, how do you tell them? How do you, how do you know they know what you want? And do you know what you want? We get so caught up in the grind and all these things pulling you away from the thing that works. Like we talk about as pilots, we talk about if all else fails, fly the damn airplane. Because really, honestly, unless you have like some total structural failure, you can fly an airplane. The, the question now becomes how far, if your engine's not working, can you glide and that sort of thing. But you can fly the airplane. And a lot of times we get so wrapped up in all the systems in the plane, we forget stick and rudder. We forget the basics. And that's what you need to be thinking about in your business or your part of the business. If you just run a department or even a whole division or whatever it is you do, what flies the airplane in your area? for what you're responsible for. What are the basic stick and rudder things that will keep the airplane in the air? Do you know what you want? Do you know that's what drives your business forward? So that's the first E, laying down the expectations. Second E is explanation. And you said, well, you just talked about communication, but that's not what, I, that's not what this part really is. You see, what this part really is, is about the why. So you can't just, hey, because I said so, that is not going to cut it. People to perform at their best, they want to know what they do matters. And they can't get there without the why. Why am I doing this? How does this contribute? How does this affect business? How does this make everything better? Or am I just spinning my wheels and doing a lot of things and it doesn't matter and anybody else can walk in here and do what I do? They need to know the why. So another thing is, is it your message, you know, versus corporate message, your boss, oh man, you know, the vice president of our division said this better happen or else. If you're always doing that, then you're not being their leader. You're just being an information officer, really. I mean, if you're really going to guide your people, they've got to believe um, that you believe what you're saying and you're not just saying it to, you know, get things done or not be in trouble and all of that, but it's got to truly come from you. So is it your message or not? And can they repeat it back to you to where it makes sense that you know that they, they understand it, they've got it because if they can't, they don't got it. And you have to be aware of that. Don't just think because I said so, or, or, and I know I reference Ken Blanchard a lot, but he is, really one of the fathers of thought leadership, you know, he will tell you about what he calls the leave alone zap, meaning you talked about it three weeks ago, maybe two months ago, never brought it up again. So of course, all the other things took over and you stopped thinking about that. And then they come back and say, Hey, we talked about this. Why are we doing it? Because you're not always talking about it. So no, they don't got it. So you have to be very, very intentional about your explanation of things. So the 30 is execution. Now, finally, we're getting to the work being done. But are you, because if you haven't really looked at some of those other E's, are you really executing on what you want? So to answer that question is, 
it, it's pretty a simple one. Is the team winning? And you're like, well, what is it? Are they winning or losing? I guess. Yeah, we're, we're, we're getting things done. But are they really? So have you really laid out what winning looks like for each one of them? how they contribute to the team and how the team is winning. Do they even understand what winning means? Do you understand what it means? So you know what you're responsible for, what results you need to get and what drives that. So you got to lay out what does it even look like to say, hey, this team is just killing it. But the second thing is, does the team know with hardly any effort if they are winning or losing? In other words, you are giving them so much feedback. There's no question in their mind that they are producing what they need to produce. They are achieving the things they need to achieve because you're constantly telling them you're reinforcing it. They, they know. In other words, you think about if you were at a football game, but all you could see was the scoreboard, but you could hear the crowd, you could hear the game, but you couldn't see it. So you literally, like, like almost like blinders on, you just had to wait for some score to appear, but you couldn't see the progress. You couldn't see who was controlling the ball better and all those things. So you don't really know that they know. But when you lay all of that out there, you can say, hey, yeah, we're going in the right direction. So without any effort or much effort, does the team even know if they're winning or losing? And the last thing, and more importantly, and I talked about the why earlier, can the team see the connection between their behaviors and decisions to the team winning? So it's one thing to say, here's what winning looks like. It's another thing to say, okay, we're winning. But if they don't really see what they contribute, you're not going to get the best out of them. And uh, I know I keep using football analogies. It's just easy to do. And I certainly don't mean to disparage anybody. But if you're not a starter on, on a Super Bowl team, you're, you're second, third string, whatever, but you're still part of that. Like you feel, hey, I was with a Super Bowl winning team, but you didn't get, ever get on the field. You didn't ever do anything. Do you really feel connected? Yeah, you know, you, you're part of a winning team, but the connection's missing. And again, you're never going to get the best out of that or out of your team. This is really where you figure out if we are doing the right things in, in this execution, this third E are we really doing the right things? Once you really start diving into those three concepts of what does winning look like? Does the team know they're winning? And can they make the connection? That's where you really figure that out. Because if you can't answer those or one of those is off, you're probably not executing on what really drives the business forward and what you really should be doing. And that brings us to the fourth E and the most overlooked E for sure. And that is evaluation. Now, I'm not talking about work evaluations or sitting down with an individual person. I'm talking about the three E's I just mentioned and how your team is doing, like really thinking about how that is actually working or, or maybe it's not, but being honest about doing a team evaluation. This is really about your ability to influence. That's really what this is about. How are the first three E's going? Performance issues will reside in one of those three E's. So when you're feeling frustrated, when you feel like you're not getting things done, I promise you one of those three E's contains the issue. And that's what you need to be looking at. So one of the one of the first things you really need to be doing is what behaviors need to be rewarded. Now, when you're not achieving what you want or you think it could be better, it is so natural for us to just go right there and go to the negative, go to, we're not doing this, or you're not doing that. But I'm telling you, when you as the leader constantly start talking about 
all the things you do want and you start rewarding what you do want and you start getting other people on the team to think that same way, it's interesting how everybody just gravitates in the direction of what you want. And a lot of what you don't want just seems to kind of start to subside somewhat, starts to go away. Or if somebody's still doing that, they kind of really stick out. They're really obvious that they're not versus you getting some some good positive behavior. So you start there, start talking about what you do want. You get what you ask for. You really do. So if you're constantly talking about negative stuff, don't do this, don't do that, all that, that's where everybody's mindset goes. So talk about what you do want. And then start asking yourself a couple of questions after that. Like what behaviors need to change? And that's really what it comes down to. What are people doing day in and day out? What are they focused on? What do they care about? What behaviors need to change? Any players need to change. You know, the fact is, no matter how much you invest in people and lead and do certain, sometimes people just aren't, they're not bad people. They just shouldn't be on your team. And if you're not ever going to be honest about that, well, you're really doing a disservice to everybody else because they see that. You can't hide that, that this person, you know, over in this area is not really doing what they need to be doing. And the whole team sees it. So don't act like, well, if I just sweep it under the rug or if I just try to put a positive spit on it, don't do that. You will not get where you need to go. So kind of ask yourself, um, does a player need to change? What do you need to change about what you're doing? So as you're examining these things, what, what different approach do you need to be doing? What are you not focusing on that you could be? What could you change and in, in like, for example, the, the simple change of if you're the typical leader that focuses on, you, know, you immediately see the problems, you immediately see what's not being done. Well, that's easy. You almost could, once somebody has an understanding of how your business works, you almost could pay somebody to walk around with a clipboard and just check off what's wrong. Anybody can do that. But maybe you need to change your approach. Maybe you need to change what you're focused on so people start doing the things you want them to do. But you got to stop wishing for problems to go away or better team performance. Change doesn't happen by itself. You have got to be intentional. And this 3E or 4E exercise, I should say. See, even I forgot the last one of, of evaluation. But this 4E exercise, just a simple act of asking yourself about expectation, explanation, execution, and evaluation will create positive change. Just you even looking at any of those things, you will start to see some things and say, oh, wait, I could change this. I could change it. Yeah, I could, you know, the juices start flowing. And just one hour writing these things down and really being honest about you and your team, how they really are, this will create positive benefits. And by the way, it will make you a more impactful, successful leader in the process. So what did we learn today? How did you grow just a little bit? Or more importantly, how can you help someone else grow? That's the whole point of Leadership Lifestyle Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, hit that subscribe button. Tell all your colleagues and friends and neighbors all about the show. Give us comments, feedback, things like that. We will grow together and we will see you next week on the Leadership Lifestyle Podcast.